I'm into farmers dressed as clowns fisting people, okay? <laughs> we have lost every everybody. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones and the Temple Film. I'm Steve, and this is a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailers behind the scenes. And joined with me again is Chris and Brad. Hello. Hey. <laughs> All right. So we're 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 getting ready. We're past Thanksgiving. We're getting ready for Christmas. Brad, what do you want for Christmas? Something that came from space, right? Or what do I want for Christmas for a gift? <laughs> Whatever. I mean. There's no rules on this. I mean, I don't know. I kind of have everything. I, you know, I don't really need anything that I can't just go out and get. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I have too much stuff, really. <laughs> we need to get rid of some stuff. Here, here's um, the thing that gets me, because I'm a collector like, like Chris. And sometimes I'll give people, like, like, something on my collection list. I'm like, oh, here, go to eBay, buy this. It'll be there in a week, and then wrap it up. And they're just like, oh, I don't, I don't want to buy you that. And I'm like, then don't ask me. Don't ask me what yeah. I want. My girlfriend wants me to make a Christmas list of things to narrow it down. Like I've got hobbies and interests, but she's like, they're very broad though. So, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of things inside of it. It's like saying you like cars and then having somebody buy you a car, but it's the wrong one. I guess I'm getting car. my Christmas gift already because I'm hanging out in my mountain chateau with Bryce here up at Aspen, Colorado from Aspen Extreme. And maybe go hit the pool later on. Who knows? You know, hit the slopes, hit the pool. Can you swim? Like a fish. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Uh, Chris, I think I'm just going to buy you some Japanese porn. I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> You're joking so much that my girlfriend is asking me if it's something I actually like. And I'm like, no! <laughs> the, the funny thing is I've actually seen the anime, like, I don't think it's actually called anime porn, but it's, it's you know, it's like that hard R anime shit. And I don't think all anime shit. I just think that that stuff is, you know, like ridiculous. If I found it, I would love to send it to you with like I accidentally a card. got a bunch of it. Oh, uh, nice. from Goodwill, bought Evangelion, all of it, which is normally like three, four hundred dollars. I got it for a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. and uh, they sent six hentai with it. Well, look, I mean, we're Akira right now. I'm always wearing that shit. There's no, there's no porn in that. It won can you, can you hear that in the distance? That's all our listeners crying when we have to watch some Japanese anime porn that you pick. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of Black Bible? <laughs> Very Christian. Yeah, I don't know much about anime, or especially anime pornography, but there is that anime on Disney Plus with the, the Star Wars stuff. It's That's great. pretty cool. It's great. Yeah, they did a good job with that. Okay, so let's move on to what Brad picked for It Came From Space, our little theme here came from space so you know what we had to do something i've been familiar with for a long time we're talking about this and it's like you guys are going to help me get through this all right a man has to face his fear some days just like luke skywalker we're going to watch killer clowns from outer space cue that song i've never seen this oh you both are virgins to this he no he's not... seen it he's been watching it for 20 years he said no he said he's been aware of it for 20 I've been, years. no I've, I've seen this i saw this 20 oh, years okay. ago yeah okay. his word oh, choice okay. is right, weird right. but 
yeah, sometimes I, I don't communicate with the best words, but I normally have the best words, but this time I didn't have the best words. Yeah, we can't read, so. Yeah. You beat us there. But no, I thought I've seen this or whatever. I've never seen it. Oh, like, that's shocking. I've seen this, I've I seen did, this a bunch of times, but I, I've never sat down and really watched it critically before and taken notes and everything. I just remember, like, bits and pieces of it. Because um, mm-hmm. normally I saw this at the bar. I'd see this at a bar or, like, sometime late at night, you know, but this mm-hmm. is, like, the first time I actually sat down and watched it, like, and took notes and put down my thoughts so um it's you know a lot to watching a movie like that isn't it yeah and the only mm-hmm. thing i'm thinking of people call this a, a cult movie you know because it had like this tiny budget and everything but it made 43 million bucks and they're bringing out a video game mm-hmm. and they're launching a video game in 2023 I mean, for this movie is it really a cult movie if it's like no, that successful I, I can't afford to own it because like spirit halloween just did a big line with them mm-hmm. and that shot the price up there's no way i can buy this yeah, I don't think this will ever fall again. I remember almost purchasing this for fifty bucks before COVID, and that mm-hmm. that price is gone. It'll, I mean, it's like one hundred fifty dollars out on eBay. We can, we might be able to get it in like one of the groups. Somebody being nice or something, but yeah, that's I don't that's, see mm-hmm. just going on eBay and getting it. That's why, like, I'm gonna try to recommend things I own. Brad doesn't own anything, so I mean, just try to. I mean, just go with the uh, most. You know, these podcasts, find something that can be streamed. That's the best. Yeah, yeah. That's why that one movie I recommended, I couldn't find it streaming anywhere, so we didn't do it. Uh, that's why, you know, like, the one I'm going to pick for our next theme, I'm thinking about not picking it because I was like, mm, if I can't get them the VHS rip of this, they can't stream it. And yeah. the only copy I could find on it was on YouTube, and it's shit. Good. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, so, rip is a cool. We did that for Aspen Extreme, and that was freaking awesome with like the previews and everything. And it was yeah. like that really that, added to the to the episode. Remember Rollerball? Is that the one that we did uh, with Dean Kane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that rip was atrocious. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's oh, a bad VHS and a bad rip. Well, well I mean, if I found bad... it in my collection later when I was packing. I was like, oh, I had it the whole time. But oh, you got to be kidding me! Wow, I yeah. have I have thousands of movies. I have hundreds and like a lot of them I've forgotten about. And that's why I'm going to put more shelves up in the back. That's why I want to get single depth. Yeah. So that they're not behind each other. Yeah. When they hide behind each other, like you could get all the bookshelves, like with, you know, really with more depth and you could put more VHS in, but then you hide them. Yeah. And then you don't know you have rollerball. Yeah. And I I want to really show off all my Jesus tapes. So (laughs) I want to cover those up. All right, let's get into the quick facts of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It is directed by Steven Chiodo, which is kind of like the, well, they're all pretty good, you know, speakers on camera and everything like that. But he he just always seems like the team leader of the Chiodo brothers. Is he the oldest? Uh, probably. Is he the, but I don't the know. singer or the drummer? I don't know. The, the band Chiodos? He got written by Charles and Steven Chiodo. And I don't know if it's Kyoto or Chiodo. I think it's Kyoto, but that was is it just Kyoto. Me. The band is Kyoto, so I don't know. Mm, maybe I'm wrong. And then produced by all three of them: Charles, Edward, and Stephen Kyoto. Distributed by Trans World Entertainment, which I don't think they're around anymore. Um, part of me wonders maybe that's why we didn't have a sequel to this because it made a lot of money in the theater and a ton of money on VHS when it was first released. Because it's now owned by MGM. I think MGM, let's see, did they own it at the beginning? It well, does not look, no, no. That might be why they're doing the game. If they don't want to do a sequel, but they still want to make money off IP. 
I, I mean, with all the streaming services, you think you could be able to get a sequel hmm. and people would watch it. It's got quite a uh, cult following behind it, even though I kind of agree with Brad. I don't know if you can call this a cult movie because it made too much money. Yeah. Okay. Release date, May 27th, 1998 or 1988, not 98. Um, that's a great. Oh, my God. A movie like this coming out in May. You just don't see that anymore. Oh, yeah. I was three to the day almost. Your yeah, birthday's right there, isn't it? Yeah, I'm May 30th, so I would have been yeah. five. Yeah, just just about five. But I'm just saying, like that May like slot right there, especially the end of the May. That's all the big movies. No little movie like this would even attempt that. I'm just wondering how they even got this off the ground. First off, you get someone to pay for this. Like, I got this idea, guys. You're gonna love it. It's like people in rubber clown suits going around killing people and putting them in cocoons and then drinking their blood. Well, their production house put up the money for it. Okay, so that's how they got the money for that's it. That's the only reason. And... How they get the actors to like not just crack up in every scene, like. Oh, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. They're good. I'm just glad they sold it. I just wish they would have sold it to someone better than Trans World Entertainment. Because I, I guarantee you, I don't know, but I guarantee you that's why we didn't get a sequel. Because I'm pretty sure. I thought this was their big break, too. Well, like, I think Trans World was going to make money. I think Trans World folded and then probably, who knows, all the rights got split up. But somehow MGM owns this now. So a budget of $1.8 million with a box office of $43 million, as long as Wikipedia is correct. It's never wrong. Yeah, never. Starring Grant Kramer as Mike Tobacco, which when I was writing that, I was like, wait, what? I didn't know his last name was Tobacco. Supposedly, yeah, they're looking. I, I was reading up. They were wanting to do a sequel where he's like the town drunk. But he's like, this one time these clowns came down and murdered a bunch of people. And, you know, this is before everyone had a cell phone and could have just whipped it out and, like, taken a video of it. So it's like, yeah, you could deny that. Like, yeah, this really actually didn't happen. Yeah, is it? he's going to be in a different town, though. I think it's going to be the same town. He's just going to be the town drunk just talking about it. Like, everybody else moved to town. They're like, you wonder why everybody bought houses in 1990 here? Because everybody died before that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, Suzanne Snyder as Debbie Stone. She was Hot. definitely. Yeah, she was Hot. an 80s actor that I, I think she she acted for quite a long time all the way up to somewhere in the 2000s so she had quite a career I think she moved on to mostly TV though in the 90s that's where the money is now it's basically only I don't even know what you call it nowadays streaming what do we call it just streaming I guess get that streaming money uh, we've got John Allen Nelson as Dave Hansen which this dude is ripped Google him. He is jacked. He was the guy with the frosted tips, which, by the way, he had frosted tips well before the mid to late 90s. So good for him. He was setting Setting the trend. He was setting the trend. And then John Vernon, the legend as Curtis Mooney. How did they get him? It's like he kind of comes across as some stir and, you know, like, I don't like fun, but apparently he likes to have fun. It's like. Kind of like oh, I, I bet he's awesome. I He is just chewing scenery. Dude, I bet he is awesome. It's like Brian Cox. You know, he always plays like some serious dude, but he wanted to be like in Super Troopers because it's kind of a fun, silly movie, you know? So that's why he took that role. Probably uh, the same yeah. reason that, you know, John Vernon takes this. Like, yeah, Dean Wormer up there is a cop who just like hates everybody. Officer Mooney. Oh, love you. God damn parents spending the, or sending these kids to these expensive colleges so I can babysit. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> You're going to prank Officer Mooney, huh? Like, it's horrendous. Not today. 
frenzy twins. It's like you got the whole damn these... town in on it. Yeah, I know. That is my favorite when he like convinces himself that the Terenzi idiots could get the entire town on a prank on him. Just like pulls okay. out some whiskey and fills his cup. No, that's my kind of that's that is my kind of cop. That that is like the kind of sheriffs that I had back in the day out where we lived out in farm country. I swear to God, we, we called those sheriffs a couple times and they were drunk. Yeah. I mean, they probably are still now. They're just shooting random people. So, you know. Ouch. There are no trailers on this. So uh, let's watch the actual trailer to this movie. Uh, here we go. Pulling it up. It was a night like any other night. Then something happened. Something different. Start shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? <laughs> They've been knocking him dead all over the universe. What are you going to do? Knock my block off. <laughs> Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Killer clowns from outer space. Just cruising through the galaxy and stopped here for a bite to eat. You don't need a police bell, you need a psychiatrist. They want to play games? They're messing with the wrong guy. What are you in for? Killer clowns from outer space. It's crazy. I mean, the song, the font, the costumes, and how they just, they knew that, like, uh, their best Bones thing that they could do good. was to make a ridiculous movie. And that song just kind of sticks in your head, too. Like, son of a bitch, it just can't get it out of your head. It's like... Yeah, I think that was done by a punk band called The Dickies. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That's my first note, is this intro song is amazing. I mean that that's one definitely that you can put on the uh, playlist while you're at work like that. That sounds great. All right. So let's get into this with the feature presentation here. And now our feature presentation. Uh, it starts out right away. I love that Christopher Titus is walking around with beer that is just marked beer. That's <laughs> Christopher Titus. Oh, yeah. there we go. And then Officer Moody's up there. Officer Moody's like when his, you know, in his police cruiser, like probably half, you know, not stoned, but half kind of drunk and everything. Oh, he's half in the bag. Always. You that know, dude comes just... to work drunk. But he's a cop who gets to go out and he gets to harass white college kids. I mean, that's not the most dangerous job that police officers have. So that's why he's still doing it. But you got to ask yourself, what the hell has Moody done in the past to not move up in the ranks? Oh, he's just happy where he is. He can buy some beer, relax. Nothing too I just, hard. 
I think everyone thinks he's just miserable to work with. So most likely. Then again, but, maybe you could promote him and get him out of the office. And, you know, he's he in an him. office with like the youngest kid because they rotate him through. Yeah. He's like a piece of shit that they all like, well, the new guy gets him. So does the dog die? Like when the old man finds the, the tent? I think so. Oh. I don't know, but I'm going to be that old man someday. It's like, did you hear that there, Scooter? Like, <laughs> you're going to go chasing after this thing. I'll be on my porch, like all hammered and everything. Like Redneck Shaggy. <laughs> So I had did I ever... Shaggy and Scooby, but rednecks. Did I ever tell you the time I was on a podcast? We talked about VHS, Scooter. <laughs> What'd you do with my dog? We're going to be the old men talking about how we were on a podcast one day. <laughs> Maybe we're going to have to pivot to um, DVD and Blu-ray someday. No, there's yeah. tons of movies. No, we'll be fine. And Some... if we do, whatever. My son pats me on the head sometimes, like, sure, Dad, sure. You're cool on the internet. <laughs> That's true. There are a lot of VHS out there that we have yet to get to. It's kind of like... Oh, yeah. Just in but, my personal collection, I've looked at some, and I'm like, we should really review that. Reminds me of, like, we were at a Louis C.K. show back before he became, like, you know, not cool to go see. But He was... always was that person, though. <laughs> Just, we didn't yeah, know. but we didn't know. We didn't, we didn't know. know. He was making people watch him jerk off. <laughs> Anyway, he was talking about, he's like, you know, if you like started, look, if you had like a the library of like all the pornography ever made and you started at A and watched for the next 10,000 years, you wouldn't even be through anal yet. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about this. I've talked to this about Sarah. I was like, you realize we probably met a porn star and just didn't even know it because there's so much porn out there. You have to bump into someone. Yeah. And she's like, now. oh, well, there's still even never more. did though. Man, I wish I made as much money as those girls. Holy uh, shit. That's on the analog Jones OnlyFans selling feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pay our bills somehow, fellas. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's right. We gotta pay Geekscape their dues. Uh, go to geekscape.net and look at all the other podcasts. Another note I have is the balloon dog. Now, I, 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 before I get into this, I switched my favorite gag four times. So my first note was the balloon dog gag will probably be my favorite clown gag. I don't know anymore. There's so many. Yeah, if you would have told us we had to pick them out, I would have paid more attention to them. So you're saying you didn't pay attention to Killer Clowns because it's your first time and you hated it? No, I loved it, but I was, I was, I wanted to watch it again because I thought we were recording that night. So I was like, "Fuck, I gotta watch this," and I, uh, I let it expire on Amazon. And I was like, oh, "I don't want to pay four dollars again." Yeah, I mean the gags where they. I get that pizza. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> and they show up at that girl's place, and then he just like pops out the pizza box and like shoots her with a laser gun, and like turns her into cotton candy. Or the one where he's like making the 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 shadow figures. Yeah, oh. I love that. And the, yeah, that the one's people great. Are like, <laughs> and the old people are clapping like little seals there. The dude is like... so pissed at first, though. He's like, "What the? What do you want, woman?" He booed them. He booed the first shadow puppet, and I'm like. Who? What? You can't do that shit. That, I don't remember what the first one was, but they're all amazing. I mean, they're animations, but <laughs> it was just a bird. The first one. Yeah, but who would? Yeah. I would. From a that fucking like two D clown turned three D, and you realize how terrifying a two D animation would be. Like they just come to life. You ever seen those? Where they show like uh they they turn like. 2d animations into like 3d and how fucking creepy they are mm -mm. 
Yeah, go online and just just do it right now as we're talking. Put in like Beavis and Butthead, you know, like 3D real. Oh, yeah, the 3D renders of cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking terrifying. That's exactly yeah. what these clowns are. They were way before their time. And then they used them in uh, Scared Stupid. Ernest Some Scared the clowns. Stupid? Yeah, they're the, the trolls. Some of the costumes they turned into the trolls. Okay. Oh, that's great. That's right. You know, know that. yeah. One thing I, I was reading up after this movie, the Kyoto Brothers have done, they've been involved in a lot of stuff that I really, oh. really like, like a lot. I mean, I think Critters is, other than Killer Clowns, Critters is probably their one they're most known for, I would say. I have no idea who they are. I'll look. I what love Critters. What is yeah. wrong with you? I intentionally don't follow people. You're on a podcast now. I need to. This is, but this is something I've been doing for 37 years. Like, Not very like to, well. I don't like to learn people's names. <laughs> the Critters was an episode uh, Matt did here with Steve, and it was really, it was a really good episode. I thought. Yeah. Oh yeah, I studied hard for that one. I fucking loved it. I love, I love, I love Critters one and two. It's like a history lesson where it's like you know these guys just sit around and wait for like creatures to break out of that jail, then go chasing after them. <laughs> uh, he, the Chiaro brothers, were on Team American world police yeah i remember talking about that in the past too just a few times theodore rex i fucking love that they actually had the balls to ask the um the muppets uh jim henson studios to do it and they just didn't return their call or their letter (laughs) (laughs) they didn't they didn't even like uh take a meeting with us (laughs) no shit i don't know man this movie's great though I oh, I know. For my first watch, the whole time I was like, "What?" And and I think I've seen it possibly, or I've just seen so many clips and gifts and because like so, the girl waving, the little girl waving at the clown. I've seen that gif. I've seen the shadow puppets. Yeah. I'm like, "Have I seen this, or is it just pop culture?" Okay. So, anyone else get like major weird, creepy pedophile clown vibes when he was oh. like waving that girl over. I yeah, like, I, I thought it was be a new serial killer uh I was thinking that's just terrible parenting right there. <laughs> it's it's weird. You let your kids do whatever they my want. My daughter would be like my daughter would be freaked out from that thing. <laughs> well and then she walks out the door to go to that creepy ass clown. And these like clowns are on coke creepy i mean they're like next level creepy and then the mom doesn't even notice the clown right in front of her and i go what the fuck this is the 80s man this is before like murdering clowns were a thing yeah and it wasn't even during a holiday to where they could have blended in like halloween or something no, just out, just in the street out in the middle of the street yeah i got a few things to say about the terenzi brothers on this so like oh, first off, go for it. Are those guys like an allegory for the Kyoto Brothers? Are they like an allegory for the Kyoto Brothers, the Terenzi Brothers? Do you think it's like like these are ourselves, or are they just like two obnoxious like cock blockers that go around and like I don't drive know. their hey y'all stop fucking eat some ice cream? I'm gonna go sell some ice cream to a bunch of people who are horny and hooking up. Like that's not gonna like go over well. Another thing about these Terenzi Brothers, like, these guys are into let's just say they're into plus size women. <laughs> Later, they hook up with these. They they bang these clowns. Like I know. Clowns. I did not expect that when they come out covered in lipstick. I thought they were going to be dead. It's a, you know me. what? That's a good idea. I, I I do wonder if Mike Tobacco and the Trenzy Brothers are supposed to be the Kyoto Brothers. But I love the Trenzy Brothers. I think they're great. I actually think it's like a prequel to them becoming serial killers, like goofy ass serial killers. <laughs> That's a movie. That's I. I hope the Terenzi brothers are in a sequel if we ever get it. 
Yeah. That was the ice cream man. But but they're like rich. They like strike it rich doing something completely stupid, like inventing a website that they sold. And they're like, they gave us $30 million for this. <laughs> and it turns out that it's, you know, like the invention of something. And then that company's now worth like $30 billion And someone says that and they're like, I'm just going to ignore that. I'm just going to drive around in this ice cream truck for fun now. <laughs> it's not a rental anymore. I own it. Those guys like ice cream. The only thing you're going to mostly attract is like little kids. You, you <laughs> well, this is how we're going to get chicks. Fucking idiots. Wrong oh, no. age group. The, the one that always got me, because I remember this as a kid and it always stuck with me and kind of creeped me out was when he knocks the block off of the uh, motorcyclist. What are you going to do? Knock my block off. Just stomps his little bicycle. <laughs> he just rolls up and they smash his motorcycle or his bicycle for no reason. Yeah, I know. He tells his girl, "Watch this. I'm gonna like because you would think that was a little kid." Mm-hmm. So he's trying to impress his girl by destroying the bike of a small child. <laughs> this little six-year-old. I'm gonna fuck up their bike. Well, what's really funny is most movies take bicyclists, you know, like Pee Wee Herman or even the Garbage Pail Kids. And, the you know, the biker bar ends up being like really soft guys that are hard on the outside. They're like, oh, no, man, I can't believe they do that to you. This one. No, the, the Kyoto brothers are like, no, these motorcyclists are terrible. They're well, terrible. The other two's in the back. And he's like, why is he doing that? Like, why do you smash it up? Oh, did they say yeah. I didn't catch that? Yeah. And he's just watching them. What kind of girl like that gets impressed by like her husband or her boyfriend just being cruel to somebody who can't before Uh, the kid like before before the clown like you know decapitates him? You think this is some like little kid who can't fight back at all? There's there's some bad people in this world. Yeah, after looking at the comment section in a lot of news stations, I believe it. There's a there's a lot of people that don't like kids. A lot of people that don't like anything apparently. (laughs) When it comes down to the gags, I think the one that made me laugh the most was. Maybe not laugh the most, but the one that gave me the most cheer is basically the pizza one. It always has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the most clever one. But the one that that I like because it's really kind of sadistic and weird is Mooney when he gets turned into the hand puppet Mooney. Don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. Mm-hmm. That's fucking creepy. Don't worry, Dave. We just want to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pulls his hand out and it's all bloody. That's also my favorite clown. That like really tall one with the really chubby face. Uh, I got a list of their names on here. Wait, they actually have names? That's what I asked you guys when you said you like this one. I was like, I, oh, I, I, thought you... I thought you weren't serious. No, I, yeah. I want to hear these. Oh, shit. There it is. All right. So their names are. Some of these fan websites are just atrociously. We got Clownzilla. We got Jumbo, Fatso, Shorty, Rudy, Spike, Slim, Bimbo, Chubby, Frank, Joe, uh, Magori, uh, Storefront. I don't know who that guy is. Opening that up. Talls, Rosebud, Daisy, Baby Killer Clowns. That's probably the little sperm ones. Jojo, the Clownzilla, Uh, Slam, Mojo, Bippo. Kilbo, Bash, Danny, and Crinkles. And storefront. Oh, is the normal looking one that hangs out out front of the store and does the the Ninja Turtles move. Just starts bobbing around. 
So I just realized that Jumbo, the one that I like the most that does the hand puppet to Mooney, is actually the uh, pedophile clown. I was like, oh, I don't. It's <laughs> like, what kind of person am I? That's fine. Uh, Both of it because he's the the serial killer. You like you like serial killers. No, I hate them. He's wait, wait, Jojo Clownzilla is called Jojo. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Jojo the Clownzilla. He's Jojo the leader. The He's an idiot, so I don't know why he'd be the leader. But yeah, he was surprisingly easy to take out for like you know being called Clownzilla. Yeah, this is like an alien invasion with the technology to come halfway across the galaxy. That's like could be taken out once you understand. You just like shoot him in the nose with a BB gun. It's like I will say at least the nose is smaller in like their head. And you can shoot them in the head and they're fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, accidentally shooting them in the nose. And then something's wrong. They just explode afterwards. They like, spin too. Well, the one in the living room didn't do any damage when it blew up. But this one blows up the ship. The I, clowns, I don't man, I don't, they don't have to make sense. Yeah, there's no logic. These clowns don't have better logic. You know, another gag too, which is great when they all pile out of that car and that security guard's like, what are you boys doing here? It's like, what are you boys doing with those, cl- with those pies? <laughs> and they just smatter him and then he like disintegrates into a, a pile of goo like you were saying <laughs> i, like I know the, there's so many good gags like i like the, the little... dog a lot like every time yeah. he did it, oh, it made yeah. me happy because i remember having those as a kid like the lizard and stuff you'd huh. have them on a little they had like foam lizards that you would have on a metal rod you walk around you know them. those balloon animals they're not the easiest thing to do and it's like my daughter would have this balloon she's make a balloon animal for me and it's like i make one and it's just, it's just terrible you know it's like oh here you go this is a this is a lizard with this is a snake with legs or something you know but then like the, <laughs> the pros do it and they're like you know really good at it shocking the man with the clown phobia can't make uh yeah balloon animals <laughs> i did love uh one of my final notes is hiding their spaceship in a carnival brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just in the middle of the woods and then finally they're like where are we gonna find this tent yeah yeah i'm just thinking clown sex a business opportunity i have not looked into uh, <laughs> what if there's it, a, what if there's a dating app out there for there's a thing? huge market for it well fuck how the fuck do you know this chris <laughs> i'm on the internet <laughs> i got friends i got weirdo friends there's already an app out there for people that are into i don't know if there's an clown, app you could be making money dating. that way I don't know. Maybe we're missing an opportunity here if on OnlyFans. A dating app for weirdos? That's not. That's not a thing. You got a only, good point. Yeah, only like uh, only fish or better fish swimming fish. You can't use that one. Plenty of fish. That's what it's called. That's you know, there's no weirdo fish. app. Go, I know there is like there is like seacaptaindating.com. So people who like wear like yachting hats all the time and and aspire to. There's a that sail the seven seas can like there's like farming fisting or whatever that one for farmers farmersonly.com <laughs> yeah, like farmers fisting like whatever it's called but there's a dating site for farmers well what I would do is I would make an app for weirdos that like just had a bunch of cards of like your weird thing you're into one being fisting and if you also click <laughs> <clown>. farmer <laughs> like you would be you know you would see a list of people who are also into farming and fisting. <laughs> and clowns and then you know there's probably more of them out there than we think so you're not copyright we are copywriting this no one can take it you know what let's start our procedure here copyright. it's not my thing but you know what the folks that are our listeners out there that are into those three things you know you're not hurting anybody so you i'm go, not yucking anybody's you. yum as long as it doesn't yeah. hurt anybody i'm sure there's plenty of people who dress up like clowns who happen to farm and want to get fisted okay 
<laughs> and we're providing opportunities for them to meet other people like that. What does what does Matt think of the direction of the show now? He doesn't fucking listen. <laughs> we're we're a platform in that case now. We're like we're almost like we're like I feel like a maven like a yeah, some kind of maven or some at this point. Like a We we need to get funding for this so we can quit our day jobs and then start to develop this. No, app. I need to go I need to get some venture capital to get this thing going here. Oh. Imagine pitching this one. I got this great idea. You're gonna love it. It's like I would love to quit my night job and start a day job with you guys. <laughs> That's you would be shocked how many people who invented apps just got funding. And then just started doing it, and then they're rich. Yeah, they I mean, it takes it a lot of work. Don't care anymore. I mean, it's also a lot of work. I should mention it's a lot that of work. Too. Most of them don't make any money. Most of them lose lose all the money. No, or most of them, out. if yeah. they do make money, it's sold, and it goes to mostly the investor. The two there's also a flashlight where it stole all your information and robbed you, and then there was a button that's a million dollar button. You buy it, and you can push it, and it makes a sound. That's it. They've sold like three of those. What? It was an iPhone app when like they were kind of new and it cost a million dollars and all it was is a button that you would push on your screen and it would make a sound. It was just a status symbol that you're rich. Yeah, well the nice thing about getting venture capital for one of those things is you're not like taking a loan out and putting collateral on your house. So if it doesn't make any money that you're not in the hole for yeah. paying back all that stuff. So And if it does make a shit ton of money, then you're gonna make more money than you ever dreamed about anyway, even though you're getting just a fraction of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't have any more notes, um, but so after all this, Brad and Chris, what's your favorite clown? I like the little kid, that one with the bicycle. And then that puts the cherry on top of the ice cream pile. <laughs> okay. And so I've got that one. Is that shorty? I would imagine. Yeah. I bet it's shorty. Shorty. Okay, is that yeah. the same one who's like knock decapitates the biker? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That one's in a lot. I'd say my favorite clown has got to be, well, I'm going to go JoJo Clownzilla. I was like, we can pick the same one, Brad. You don't have to be different. I do like the baby killer clowns because in my notes, I was like, what are these like clown ghoulies? They kind of look like the ghoulies <laughs> a little. I thought they were clown sperm and that's how they reproduce is they came everywhere in that bathroom. And now uh, and they were attacking a girl. Yeah. So, did did you notice that when it was coming out of the medicine cabinet, you can see like the hole for the prop in the uh, wall? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, no, it was good though. I mean, I love those things, but I know there's so many good clowns, but I'm pretty sure Jumbo's mine. But I know a lot of people like the spiky one. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to assume his name is Spike. Spike. Yep. Yeah. I, I've seen Spike on a lot of like denim jackets where they just have Spike on the back. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Okay, I saw I've that one one before. time. Yeah. And some of the horror conventions I've gone to, I've seen that one. I was like, that's badass. I mean, it is a it is cool when he does that puppet show and just comes out of it all tall. Actually, you should tell your friend to like make those the, the patches for those flannels and denim jackets. Oh, what he does is he finds shirts at like thrifts and then cuts them and sews them onto flannels. Oh, that's perfect. I, yeah, so I mean, I'm sure he's found some killer clowns. Those sell so well. Yeah, Gremlins he goes to conventions clowns. and he makes a lot of. He does good at them. Good. Put your money into the small businesses like that. It's great. Mm -hmm. That's uh, once he gets a website, I'll, I'll plug it. But yeah, know. that's cool. I'd love. Yeah, I love. Absolutely. If he ever like wants that. to come on too, once he gets a website, it's the you already know him. Oh no, I met. Well, I met his voice. 
Yeah, you met us boys. Yeah. So no. Come on on. We'll sell that shit. I mean, we get decent downloads. It's it's cheap advertisement mm-hmm. to people who might actually uh, buy them. Mm-hmm. So let's get on to the museum. I actually know recommendations. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a sweep, right? Yeah. Yeah, this movie, it's like they set out to deliver campiness, right? This is camp, and they, it's 100% camp. They never break from that. It's, I recommend it. Yeah, I, I think it's it's great. To, it's just fun to watch. It's confusing at times, but just rewatch it. You'll have more and fun. What, what I think is really good about this is they knew that they were like, this is ridiculous. So instead of like trying to make a realistic story with something ridiculous, they leaned into it. They're like, we're going to make it even more ridiculous. Oh, yeah, this is like, I remember being at a bar with people who'd never seen this before. And it was right before that scene where the, he pulls up by the bikers and they smash his bike and everything. And I'm telling my buddies who I'm with her, I'm just, oh, just watch this. You're going to fucking love this part. And they're just like, what the fuck was that? You know, <laughs> this is the perfect movie to have playing in a party. I mean, I don't think they make them much better than this one. Besides yeah. Team America, World Police, and the well, that's the, the gold scene. star standard. Yeah, the, only the sex scene though. <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon. <laughs> I would love to hear Matt Damon talk about that role, or you know, like what they were doing there, because uh, God, he's so entertaining sometimes. So, anyway, what's going on in the museum? This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle like Indy and bring something back to our it came from space slash really awesome uh, practical effects wing in the museum. Brad, you picked it. Go first. Okay, so I'm going to have to get a little meta on this here with you guys here, a little Ooh. philosophical with this. So remember that line where they're just like, Maybe they're ancient aliens. I mean, actually, no. Maybe they're ancient astronauts that came to our planet centuries ago. And our idea of clowns just comes from them. Yeah. You know, and if there's like a multiverse, you know, if you believe in like the multiverse theory, it's like somewhere out there, these things are real. I didn't think of that. Everything's real eventually. That was deep, Brad. I do like that line, Brad. They throw it. It's like a throwaway line. But I, when he said it, I was like, I love that. Was it one of the Trinzi brothers? Mm Mm-hmm. When yeah. they were walking through all quiet, like, you know, yeah. and I guess I would say to second that, I'd say the song is the soundtrack, especially that theme song. And then some of the other music is just, it sticks with you. I don't know what, why it does that, but it does. So I guess good. we'll let you get away with it. Cause you picked the movie that you take two, <laughs> one being, ah, they can do it. I'm taking that off my list. Have you seen his house? He owns everything. <laughs> Apparently this is Bryce's house. No, just hanging out with Bryce. Do you know how much he has to suffer? I mean, she actually has to like get naked in front of him and go swimming with him. And my writing career isn't going off as fast as I was hoping either. She's abusing his body sexually. I mean, Brad is suffering for that giant place. I I do love that. I rented you for the day. So I'm just going to break up with this other girl I've been seeing for like two years. Just <laughs> on a whim. I think I'm missing a movie reference oh, here. Oh, you got to watch Aspen Extreme. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aspen Extreme is great. I tell people all the time it is one of the best like winter like random hidden gems yeah, I've is, ever watched. This, hat, this is a gift from one of our listeners. Ski Matt got this for me when he was in Aspen. He's like, hmm. he's like he loves that. 
that movie, and he's the guy who got us to watch that movie. Yeah, I never would have, I never would have watched that in a million years until you know he was like suggesting it when we watched it. I was like, holy shit! There was a whole plethora of like skiing and snowboarding movies for a while. Yep, actually, Brad and uh, not um, uh, Matt and I thought about doing uh, party films, winter party films, which would basically just be skiing and maybe like what was the time machine? Um, hot tub, time hot tub, time machine. But uh, we skipped over that. That we were just spitballing. But that would, you know, Aspen Extreme is just. You guys got to see it if you haven't seen it. I don't it. remember the one where they spin the car around that the guy's drunken and they wake him up. He's screaming, holding the steering wheel, not realizing he wasn't driving. Yeah, I think that was a late '90s one, right, or early 2000s. Probably that's that's about no. the time period I watch no. most movies. All right, Chris, what do you got for your museum? Uh, the little the vacuum scene when they're going down the the street. Sucking everybody up, clearing oh. up, they're throwing shit everywhere. Yeah, I love that. It just, it's, that's, I think, when you realize there's like more than four of them. Yeah, I realized there was a lot more of them at the end where they all just start to pop out of nowhere. Yeah, that scene, I was like, holy shit, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Mine is going to be the Officer Mooney hand puppet. I still love it. I absolutely love how creepy that is and funny. I also love the two guys who are still in jail for drinking wine. You're like, what are you in for? I like how you picked the fisting scene. Well, I mean, there was a fisting in the last movie. There's a fisting in this movie. I'm into farmers dressed as clowns fisting people, okay? We have lost every, everybody. <laughs> Except that one farmer. <laughs> Except that one farmer who listens to us is, who's into fisting and is now considering dressing as a clown. He's like, wow, I got to talk to the wife about this. <laughs> all right that'll end it this week so remember to be kind and rewind, rewind.